What'd your folks say? Oh, my dad, you know, he's happy. He's glad for me. Oh, okay. You see him much with people, your folks? Yeah, but sometimes it's hard, though. Well, yeah, it's hard. You give them hope. Yeah, I guess. You do. You give them hope. Because you have transcended, Lesra. It is very important to transcend the places that hold us. You know that? You've learned to read. You've learned to write. Writing is it's magic. You feel that sometimes? Yeah, I guess I do. Mm-hmm. When I started writing, discovered that I was doing more than just telling a story. See, writing is a weapon. And it's more powerful than a fist can ever be. Every time I sat down to write, I could rise above the walls of this prison. I could look out over the walls all across the state of New Jersey. And I could see Nelson Mandela in his cell writing his book. I could see Huey. I could see Dostoevsky, I could see Victor Hugo, Emil Zola, and, and they would say to me, Ruben, what you doing in there? And I'd say, hey, I know all you guys. It's magic, Lesbian. Mm, they sure don't teach that way up in Canada. Maybe you could tell me some books to read. I can do that. But these people in Canada or anywhere else, they can only teach you so much. It's up to you. It's your surgery. You gotta find out what's true for you, what is true for Lesra Martin. I ain't never met nobody like you before. Fellow teammates, welcome to another episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, teammates, teammates. As always, man, I have to thank you guys for the support. I do not start this without expressing my gratitude. Today, I am incredibly, incredibly excited because, you know, I've been a nine-round trainer for about four, three to four years now, and I had the opportunity to meet some incredible, incredible women. One of those women introduced me to my next guest. Her name was Fireball. And this was back when I was writing my first book, and I was looking for people that were going to help me develop as a writer and things like that and you know fireball put me on with miss laura dunn who is on today how are you doing sister welcome to I'm the show good how are you fantastic man fantastic i'm so excited to have you on because i've i've become such a writer now you know more than i ever was in school and i really want young people to understand how much of a pleasure it is uh, just the process of writing in general just how cool it is to to express yourself and things like that so that's why I'm, I'm really pumped to have you on man how how you been that's awesome i love that so much i it's such a pleasure to be here i'm really really excited about this all right well just to get things started off i'm going to give you the mic for a second why don't you just give give the uh, listeners a bit a bit of, uh, about your background and you know how you came into how you developed such a passion in writing 
Yeah, well, uh, let's see. So high school, I always kind of enjoyed writing, but I, it was more reading at that point. Um, mm -hmm. It actually wasn't until college that I really realized how much I loved writing and stuff. Um, Where'd you go to high school? I went to high school in Illinois called Muhammad Seymour High School. Shot town. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was, it was the only thing I kind of, flock to immediately like I, it was the only thing that I could do naturally like people always dreaded those like those essay part of tests and that was always my favorite part and the part I did the best in so mm -hmm. I probably should have understood from that that that's something I wanted to do with my life there you go there you go yeah multiple choice isn't my thing either I was actually one of the people that was excited about the essay part nice <laughs> I guess it's a good a good test to see who wants to be a writer <laughs> there you go now, after high school, what, what happened after that? Uh, well, I went, I went to uh, school in Chicago, uh, Wheaton College. And my sophomore year, I had um, met this girl who was actually the editor of our school newspaper. And she was like, hey, you want to you know, try it out? And I think we had a communication class together. And so I was like, OK, sure. So I wrote an article about pranks, um, just interviewed a bunch of people at the school. And she decided to put it on the front page. And I was hooked after that. I just I loved everything about it, asking those tough questions, but also just interesting questions. Not that pranks are tough, but just getting a different mm -hmm. angle so just being able to talk to different points of view and make people understand what i'm coming to them about and having them think in a different wow. way i just i loved it wow well that i mean you're i didn't plan on getting there this early but i that really leads me into the next point that i wanted to talk to you about is how how has it improved your communication skills you know as writers one of the things that I've learned, and even if I'm making a post on Instagram or if I'm writing something on Facebook, even the first book, I've found myself improving with the communication skills. So what, what kinds of things has it done for you in terms of the improving your skills, your skill set? Uh, that's a great question. I think for me, I, I grew up, I'm just very, I'm not shy anymore, but I was very, very, very shy, like debilitatingly shy growing up, like talking to anyone of the opposite sex or any cool girls or whatever, too. And you are on really a podcast now. Yeah. Man, you've come a long <laughs> way, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I decided in high school it was time for me to snap out of that, actually in eighth grade, and took me until college to really um, get more confident. And I honestly think it was because of the the, the newspaper gig like I had to go up wow. to professors and all kinds of different students and pretend that I was very comfortable like I had to really fake it till I make it as, as cringy as that that cliche is honestly that is what I had to do and because yeah. I was faking it I became I became what it was I was striving to become so I love talking to people now and just asking them about their lives or you know just figuring out mm -hmm. things that I didn't know before Great, great, great. So after you graduated from, was it Wheaton? What happened after you graduated? Um, I'm sorry, say that again? After you graduated from college, what happened after that? Yeah, so I graduated in 2008, so things weren't doing so well around the world, in the, in the U.S. Graduated college, you graduated college from 2008? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember that yeah, time. I so was just starting college, actually, then. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. So like I was trying to get like a newspaper job at um, the uh, two different big, you know, d different uh, publications and no one was hiring. So my yeah. parents moved to Florida and they're like, hey, you should just come here. You know, why not? And so I was like, all right, cool. Why sure. I'll do that. And from mm -hmm. there I decided I, I actually tried real estate because I was like, oh, print is dead and, and everything. Mm -hmm. But 
I hated it. I it's a great it's a great um industry, but I just it wasn't for me. So I decided to cold call some some publications in Fort Lauderdale and uh got a paid internship at a magazine. Right, and that's what you're currently doing now, right? It is, yeah. Right. So I mean just then just for the listeners in guys just really recognize the significance in that story you know great real estate just like you said and every guest that i have on here has a similar story where they started out doing something but the passion the things that were in their heart forced them to step out of their comfort zone i mean she said it she was a shy person think of a shy person like having a cold call a bunch of publications and saying hey i gotta do it so as you guys as i tell you guys all the time when that passion is burning inside of you when it's burning to the point where you have to try listen to it let it go you know constantly whether you have to replay this and go back and listen always 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 you know follow your heart follow your passions because it can get to a point where it's too late you know don't get stuck in that situation if you're just not feeling it yeah that's so true yeah i was miserable trying to do the thing that everyone says is the most successful route to take and it really is like my mom yes. actually did that and it was a great fit for her but yeah mm -hmm. i just i just felt like i was dead inside honestly <laughs> i was like i need, I need to get back into publications so instead of doing print newspapers i switched to magazine and online content and i actually mm -hmm. decided that because i liked it so much i got to be an editor it, it's called southern boating um i got um, really into it and I decided to get my master's while I was doing that so I did I did night classes and then during the day I'd work full-time and I just learned more about journalism I got my MA in journalism so it was it was the best challenge I loved every second I mean as crazy as that is like just researching something I liked not just any old thing because I don't really care for many topics <laughs> but something that I'll had in my life like I loved it I hear you, man, I, and I can feel the passion as you're kind of regurgitating the uh, journey. Where, <laughs> where'd you get your master's? Where'd you get your master's from? Uh, Full Sail University. Full Sail yeah. University. Shout out to Full Sail. Let's get it. Now, now I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I, I got to transition a little bit because I, I remember as a kid, and it's it's so ironic that I'm having this conversation with you right now because I know my mom and dad are gonna love it. As a kid, I hated reading and I hated writing. Like I hated it. <laughs> when I was young, 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 I'm talking maybe elementary school. So what they decided to do is they reached out to my kindergarten teacher, I believe it was, and they asked them, they asked her what kinds of things can they be doing to make it so I enjoy it or I just at least try my reading and writing more. And she suggested that I take, they take pictures out of magazines and put them on notebooks and things like that. It was something really cool that they suggested. But anyway, it, it makes me want to kind of ask you what, for the kids who are listening that were like me, and you know, they heard reading, a lot of writers like, oh God, <laughs> for, for the parents that are struggling with that, can you share any tips or anything that you may have that will help them along the journey when it comes to teaching the kids, their kids? So if their kids just don't, don't like it at all. Yeah, they were like me, they don't like it at all. <laughs> Oh, that's a tough one, actually. Um, I would say, like, the more senses you can get involved, like, make it a visual experience. And, yeah. You know, like, maybe they don't like doing writing, but they love movies. Like, maybe they just make a little video and they have to write a script for it, let's say. So, You're right. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure, though. I this is No, that I was good. That was good. I mean, I was going to say the same things because my, 
my niece now, she's 11, and she has this thing. She's a candle boss. She, she runs her own candle company. She's out here, you know, Ow. doing her thing. <laughs> but, you know, if you read it, if you go online, you'll see her bio, and she had to write it. And, you yeah. know, she's making presentations. And as, um, as again, as you're, think, as you're thinking about it, you're like, man, maybe if you attach it to things that they do like. Because as a football player, we too, we had to memorize plays. So we had to write things down to like where yeah. you can, <laughs> or you can connect it to the things that they're already passionate about. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's awesome that people get that involved that young doing something. Like my brother is the same way. Like he actually doesn't like writing, but he's a filmmaker now. And like he's been doing really well for himself, actually. And he is the one who writes the scripts and takes care of all that stuff. But like he, yeah, he, he did it because he loved making movies. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. And, that, and that's important. So, so, so we, again, I know I'm repeating myself, but for you guys who are listening in, make sure you understand that it's not just one category. I know we're talking about writing in a situation, reading in a situation like it's one, but it carries over into everything that you want to do. It carries over into all aspects of life. And that's why I was really, really pumped to have her on the show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> right, right. Uh, now, well, my final, the final thing I really want to talk to you about is like, what is the, what's kind of the future? I know you're going to be helping me with my second book, but what other, um, what other projects do you have in the works? What can we well, expect from Miss Laura Dunn? <laughs> well, I am working right now at a different publication than where I started. Um, and we had temporarily been part-time, but now I actually just got the news yesterday that we are going to full-time. So that's going to keep me busy for a little while. Congrats. Let's go. I'm so happy because it's a great job and it's, it's called um, Doc Walk and it's part of Boat International Magazine. It's just like interviews crews, captains and crew for super yachts. Mm. And I love being able to find like different angles for that. But anyway, yeah, so that's been something that is going to take up a lot more time in my life in a good way. And so right. I'm going to probably dedicate a lot more of my focus to that. But I am hoping to do a little more freelancing and like writing for fun and just making sure it's not just about my job, <laughs> but keeping it interesting outside of that. But that actually makes me think of like what what had to happen for you guys to go from part time to full time? Like, what was there more support or more advertised? Like, how did that? What was that process? Well, they they uh, told us recently they're actually upgrading our website. It's it's honestly, if you go to docwalk.com, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like my boss actually <laughs> right. Actually, it was that. I didn't want to. You put it out there. I didn't say that, guys. Yeah, so it's awful. <laughs> so they're upgrading it right now, and it's taking a lot of time. We have to go back and update all our content and everything. So like we need two extra days to do work. So they decided to give us full time because they're really really um, making it like more modern, <laughs> more up with the times. So. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. So so it's it's really exciting because you know people tend to gravitate towards that so i'm really excited to be able to be part of that process nice 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 well congratulations for Thank myself I'm, I'm super super pumped to, to really get get into some of my work with you um yes final thing final thing i do with all my guests there's a there's an activity i call word association and i'm gonna say how it works i'm gonna say four words and mm -hmm. you just give me a quick one word answer of what you think of when you hear these four words. Ooh, okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh, this always, it always gets people a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready to go? Yes. Here we go, here we go. All right, word number one, freedom. Remote. 
I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. Word number two, communication. Vital. Okay. Okay. Word number three, vision. Hmm, I'd say life-giving. Life-giving's a good one. And the final word, Laura, is enlightenment. Ooh. Um, research. Heard that. I heard that. <laughs> uh, now, before I officially, officially close, uh, I know there's, a, again, there's a lot of people that tune in that are interested in probably working with someone like you who have books, have manuscripts, things of that nature. So I'm just going to give you the mic to plug and tell people how they can get in touch with you if they want some follow-up questions. Anything you want to put out there, the microphone is yours. Great. Thank you so much. Um, so I am on Instagram at leadinglady511. And I am very, very happy to talk to anyone who wants to talk about, you know, writing as a career, just honestly, anything at all, enlightenment, you know, all that good stuff. Yep. So you can also email me at laurarenedunn at gmail.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-R-E-N-E-E-D-U-N-N -E -E at gmail. And I would love to speak with anyone. And just honestly, it helps me a lot grow as a person. Person, so please feel free amen to the amen to that all right fellow teammates continue to move swiftly we'll talk more soon So loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And I'm, let me tell you what I'm about to do Mama, I know I act a fool But I promise you I'm going back to school I appreciate what you allow for me And I, I just want you to be proud of me I wanna tell the whole world about a friend of mine This little light of mine I'm finna let it shine I'm finna take y'all back to them better times I'm finna talk about my mama if y'all don't mind I was three years old When you and I moved to the shy Late December, hard when they gave me a cold You picked me up something that was good for my soul Famous homie chicken soup, can I have another bowl? You work late nights just to keep on the lights Mommy got me training wheels so I could keep on my bike And you would give me anything in this world Michael Jackson left the end of the club but didn't get me on curl And you never put no man over me And I love you for that, mommy can't you see? Seven years old, caught you with tears in your eyes Cause a nigga cheating, telling your lies Then I started to cry as we knelt on the kitchen floor I said, mommy, I'ma love you you don't hurt no more And when I'm older, you ain't gotta work no more And I'ma get you that mansion that we couldn't afford See y'all, unbreakable, unmistakable Highly capable, lady that's making loot A living legend too, just look at what heaven do Send us an angel, and I thank you, mama I, I wanna scream so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do, mama I know I act a fool, but I promise you I'm going back to school and I appreciate what you allow for me and I just want you to be proud of me Boys come, mama said, life is like a box of chocolates My mama told me go to school, get your doctorate Something to fall back on, you could profit with But still supported me when I did the opposite Now I feel like it's things I gotta get Things I gotta do, just to prove to you You was getting through, can the choir please Give me a verse of you, are so beautiful to me can't you see? You're like a book of poetry. Maya Angelo, Nikki Giovanni. Turn one page and there's my mommy. Come on, mommy, 
just dancing me Let the whole world see your dancing feet Now when I say hey, y'all say mama Now everybody answer me Second they get up, you gon' get that benzo Tint the windows, ride around the city and let your friends know Tell your job you gotta fake them out Did you call me in this world, let me take you out To a restaurant, upper echelon I'ma get you a jack, whatever else you want Just tell me what kind of S-type, Don the West like Tell me the perfect color so I make it just right It don't gotta be Mother's Day or your birthday For me to just call and say Mama, my mama, my mama, my mama, my mama.